Peace, Kings. Peace, King. Peace, King. What's going on, y'all? Hey. Nothing, man. Been a minute. Been a little ways. Been a little time, but yeah. brothers be working. Yeah, got life obligations. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Every now and again, we have to take care of those things first. I don't know why. Yeah, because truth be told, if I could, I'd do this a lot more often oh, than yeah, some of those I'd other love, things. I'd love to do this more often. Yeah, that'd be dope. Be super dope. I think it's still dope when we do it though. Yeah, man. It's dope on a lot of levels. Yeah. I think I think I think yeah, I think this show is real dope. Show's real dope. <laughs> I think you guys are dope. Oh, yeah, I was thinking more about like I think getting together and you know, getting this sort of therapy session out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let yeah, it all out, let it hang. A little a bit self care. Yep, 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 yep. Yep. That's dope. I think that's dope. Yeah, that's dope. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's dope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, what, what, what are we talking about today, Kings? Uh, we had a couple of topics we was uh, we were discussing. Right? Yeah, we wanted to be a little more lighthearted today because you know we've been dropping a lot of good content, but they've been serious content yeah, too, like heavy. heavy content to make us think how to move forward, things we need. I still don't think there should be any billionaire. I, I get, I get it. I'm looking for suggestions how to make that happen. Mm. What 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 happens after an earn pointer? Whatever. Oh, 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 okay. That that plan you dropped, right? Incentive. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, that's a callback to a to way early episode, right? Yeah, that's an early episode. Yeah. I'd love some advice on that. Mm. Mm. You mm. think about that. But I think today mm-hmm. we're going to talk about, I guess, dating? Dating. Mm. One of those conversations. Makes you want to sing. Uh, or run away. <laughs> <laughs> you ever well, see somebody singing and running away? Yes. <laughs> I was doing that before I got here. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, like what level of dating? What, what's dating? What, what does that mean? I don't know. I, th- I think it's, I think there's, exactly, I think there's a difference between how we define dating mm. growing up for us and how they define dating now and even how they define dating before our time, like in our parents' generation. So it's definitely yeah. evolved. And I've I've even been in situations where, Myself and whoever I am dating yeah. don't have the same definition of dating. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit of a sticky situation. Yeah, yeah, and you don't you don't realize that you don't have the same definition until you find yourself in that conundrum. Well, now is that is that um, was that earlier when you were younger, or was that oh, yeah. recent? No, no, no. Definitely. Because I can see how that would happen when you were younger. Communication sucks when you're young. Yeah, right? yeah definitely younger to the point where now. I'm very, I know that I must get a clear definition <laughs> before we move forward. I got to know. Yeah, it don't Wait. matter what you know mm. in the moment. Yes. Because the next moment is mm. a different moment. Mm. You feel me? Yeah, I, I do. I do. Navigating through life, through your younger ages, mm. and getting to an understanding with a romantic interest mm. in your life. Mm. Was that process, man? Ooh. Oh my gosh, the miscommunications, the amount of miscommunication. I think there's even miscommunication with yourself. You don't even know what you <laughs> like, what you want, the combinations of attributes, you know well, what I mean? It changes, mm. right? I've it always changes. wanted a God-fearing woman. Oh yeah? I'm just gonna leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but I, I think in the process of trying to figure out for me what, what who I was attracted to, who I liked, yeah. what kind of woman I liked, yeah. Um, yeah, all that influence. And then again, depending on those attributes, 
attributes, sometimes that would depend on whether I would date them versus for me, there's a difference in dating and talking. Yeah. And, and seeing. Seeing. Yeah, yeah. All these terms that we and now I'm at a point now where I don't know if it's a good thing, but I don't like definitions. I like things that happen more organically. Yeah. But that can even be a problem. Well, I mean, there's got to be defining points, yeah. even if it's organic. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because then there's just this whole like jelly of stuff going on that's amorphous and mm. there's no structure to it. You know what mm. I'm saying? So within the organic evolution of your relationship, there's got to be points where there's pillars and, and structure that kind of give you a jump off point. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. Or just a jump off in general. Oh gosh! Oh gosh! <laughs> so, what is dating? What what do we consider, or what? I guess I ask both of you. What do you consider dating, or is there a difference between dating? Because here's terms I hear now. Oh, I'm talking to somebody, or or oh, I'm seeing somebody, or I'm dating somebody, and you know, depending on who you can, who you're talking to, these can all mean different things, or they can all be used interchangeably. Um, here's so. what you got to do. You got to have that moment it's one of those pillars with somebody right mm. so if that's the level you're moving to you have to communicate to each other that that's what it's going to be or from that point going forward yeah or you got to talk to them and tell them that these pillars are not being built still have that communication where this is just kind of a thing where you know we see where it goes and it's probably not going to go anywhere you know what i'm saying but it's better to have that knowledge up front, at, the, ugh, at least from my perspective. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because then you don't have expectations on anything, and then you can just be free to do whatever you want to do. You can mm-hmm. you you know your lane, and you can drive in that lane. So, what's a dating point? I don't know. We got to define dating first. Well, yeah, I guess that's what. What? What? How do you know when you're dating someone? Easy. You tell them, like, this is when we start dating, or. This is dating? This is, like, that's what I mean. You okay. have that conversation about that thing at that point, that this is how it's going to be well, going what I, forward. Well, what I mean by defining dating is is the definition of dating that we're agreeing to, meaning that you're being exclusive. Right. That's what I'm trying to get to. Like, yeah. how do you know you're dating? Because I know people who use the term that, well, I mean, even me for a little bit. At one time, I I think you, you have to... You have to define when you're being exclusive. Yeah. Some people feel that the term dating in itself means being exclusive mm-hmm. uh and that's how i used to think now i don't really know anymore which is odd um but <laughs> <laughs> you know i used to think so for instance for me when i'm talking to someone or when i was talking to someone that was the whole getting to know that's what i thought talking was we talk to get to know not necessarily being exclusive mm-hmm. but it's in that process that maybe if you're talking to one or two people at the same time you somebody's edging and the other you know one person's edging out the other and then you move from talking to saying hey i want to i want to date you because for me dating meant okay i'm exclusively with you and i'm trying to see where this all right i'm gonna i'm gonna give some definitions there you go so i think we got to start off with being single and being single can either mean you're not actively you're not (laughs) dr shard this is your time go ahead bro yes sir yes sir (laughs) um so you're single, right? That means you're not actively looking for a relationship, mm-hmm. but you may be uh, physically involved with one or more individual. Okay. Right? Ooh, ooh. Or you can just be not looking at all, actively not looking. Okay. Right? You're mm-hmm. just doing you, doing your thing, and you're not trying to get involved with nothing, right? Right. And then I would say you're talking. 
mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, talking is what you defined it as, where mm-hmm. you may still have a couple of balls in the air. Pause. But uh, <laughs> you better swallow that water. Pause. Pause. <laughs> um, so so you, you, you're you talking to somebody or a couple of people, and so it's not as wild as being single. Right. But it's not very exclusive either. Right. And then dating, you may be involved with one person, but not so deep as to call it the final form, which is a relationship. Right. Your dating could be dating multiple people. Well, that's what and we're you just put it on top. <laughs> put, it, put it on its head. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I, and I guess this, this. So I guess for this episode, this show, I guess that's what we're trying to figure out. What was date? Well, I guess what was the dating process like for us? How do we. What was dating like for us? How do we date? How do we move in? And I know you, you guys are in. <clears throat> long-term relationships i'm not trying to put all your business out there but y'all in long-term relationships so i don't know if y'all remember what dating is yeah no i mean like i i think i did it backwards okay i don't know why i came up maybe i i have to have a therapy session with somebody to talk about it because i don't really know all the intricacies of it or i haven't thought about the intricacies of it but Mm -hmm. i came up more when I was younger as a relationship person, right? Mm-hmm. You get involved with somebody, you with that person, yeah. and that's it. You ain't seeing nobody else. Yeah, I remember. I mean, from when I was young, yeah, you know, yeah, junior, yeah. junior yeah, high yeah, school was really yeah. when I really started yeah. talking, dating, dating, seeing, yeah, I know what whatever. You mean. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, high school, I dated a couple of people. I had one long-term relationship in high school, mm-hmm. had a long-term relationship in college. Mm-hmm. And then it was only... In college, at the latter part of college, and super out of when I was out of college, mm-hmm. it was it was super like that. Where I was, I was talking. I yeah. was I was I was single. No, yeah. I was single, single after college, right? Mm-hmm. And I was doing my thing. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of did it backwards. And I think the evolution tends to be the other way around. Okay. So I, I may have a different perspective, but it may not be the normal uh, way that uh, men go about their relationship or their intimate lives right because mm-hmm. I, I i flipped it on his head I, relationships and i'm like why is this not working and, and then i'm seeing y'all i'm like y'all dating y'all mm-hmm. doing your thing so you know it kicked in andrew. a little bit it kicked in a little bit later for me <laughs> andrew was going to stay out calling him out mm. but it, no, kicked in, it kicked in for me a little bit later yeah and then some people but you know i got there and then yeah. that allowed me to understand who and what characteristics I liked Mm -hmm. so that if and when I wanted to get into a relationship, I can narrow it down to those things. And then I know that if I'm just single or seeing people, that they may not have characteristics that I like, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't matter because they have certain things that I do like for that part of or that mindset that I was in at that time. Yeah. I definitely approach it as a scientist. Mm, Explain that. I would have conversation. I would like to subscribe to your text. I would... uh, (laughs) I would have direct conversations about, you know, what it was, what I was expecting and what she would be expecting. And I learned a lot. From mm. from when did that start? From though? early. From way the beginning? Too early. Yeah. Way too early. Why you ain't telling nobody? Just talking. <laughs> like, Why you ain't help us out, brother? <laughs> <laughs> it was, that, and that's the thing. You don't really get taught how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you have trial and errors mm-hmm. and and that's in all its yeah. aspect like yeah. when you when you'd be out you see a girl you shoot your shot or do you talk about it and mm-hmm. then like 
think about damn i should have shot my shot yeah, you know yeah. what i mean it was like, i was stuck in that phase for a it was minute like what we, what 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 did you want to have happen yeah, yeah. yeah the only way you could go have it happen is to figure out how to go do it so that's the thing we're not taught that it's an experiment that you got to try right? right we're taught we're not taught anything really right. i mm. felt like it was the same way for me after college mm. where i just threw caution to the wind and then just start approaching women and if i got rejected I made a joke out of it. Mm -hmm. And then that might sometimes circle back to where they thought the joke was funny. And then they would actually start talking to me and I'd have an in. You know what I'm saying? Or they just reject me and I I say, all right, can't use that. Move on to the next thing. So I didn't really take it. I used to take it personally when Mm -hmm. you were rejected. And I didn't take it personally anymore at that point. So I was able to experiment, like you said, with certain approaches, see what worked, see what didn't, throw away what didn't work, expand on what did work, and and add new things. Yeah. And it was like an, uh, a literal experiment. You know, you, yeah. you have your hypothesis and you test that hypothesis. Things that came out true, you keep, and things that didn't, you threw away. Yeah. So, you, Andrew, you would talk to them from the jump, meaning not shoot your shot, talk to them, but I guess this is after you shot, you, you sh- shoot your shot. You talk to them as far as what you, ex- what the expectations are, or are you saying when you say talk to them, you make right? You let so it it would depend with what you would be most interested at that time. Mm-hmm. So, like the thing would be, you have a little bit of a relationship. You talk to them on the phone. You see them yeah. out. You do stuff like that, and you kind of throw them questions and try to gauge. You know, is it compatible mm. sort of thing? And then if it is, then you say, listen, you know. I think that what we're experiencing could be something. Would you mm. like to, you know, is what level of the relationship are you at? Would you like to be exclusive? Would you like to, you would know? Would you say and, the, and, But you have that conversation just straight out. Would you Would you say that the women that you were talking to, seeing, you had conversations with all of them like that? Or there were just some, you know, some of them that you knew that you weren't going to have that conversation with them at all because it wasn't anything that you wanted to pursue further? Right. It'd be like, it depend on the time. So yeah. if, it, if you had... For instance, when I was younger, education and getting to having the sort of life where, you know, independent life later on, mm. education was a big part. Mm. So if it was a lot of school, do I want to get, you know, interested in somebody that would be a time investment mm-hmm. that would be away from school? Mm-hmm. You know? So maybe not at that sort of time, but maybe after that time when more de- time could be devoted to that, then yeah, right, you know right, what I mean? Right. And you'd be like, you know, um, yeah, I think you could have some sort of relationship. You have that conversation, and she either agrees or she's like, maybe not now, or like maybe down the road. You'd be yeah. like, all right, but totally an understanding between the two. Yeah, you know? and yeah. It, and it and it would seem to work. No, I always had an issue with what we call today shooting your shot. I was never good at that. Or not, let me not let me not say never, because brother definitely got his skills up later mm. in life mm. but i'm saying mm. was in the gym yeah i was in the gym <laughs> shooting just in the free, gym just free throws <laughs> swack, swack. but early on you know i did not have um the confidence to shoot my shot yeah. per se and yeah. i think that came with the fact that growing up here for me um and i you know i went to the same school district my whole public school life right yeah just being for a large uh, amount of that the only in my younger years the only black kid and there weren't really too many black girls and and if there were you know they weren't in the grade i was in 
and you know growing up you know you ain't in sixth grade trying to holler at no fourth grader you know what i mean so <laughs> but i'm saying all that to say the the white girls in the class i wasn't there you know that's not who they depicted as somebody that was yeah, good looking romantic yeah, yeah yeah or not even somebody that they would have a crush on they wanted you know I, they wanted somebody with spiked hair that played soccer that had a tan that, 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 like yeah. that's not me yeah, yeah, yeah. so if i if i even back had it, his hair right yeah, yeah yeah or put yeah. moose in his yeah, hair like moose. i don't do that those <laughs> conversations i don't have so yeah. if it was a if there was a, a a girl that that i thought was attractive uh I didn't really shoot my shot. And if I did shoot my shot, um, I probably earlier on got rejected. I, I realized about maybe seventh or eighth grade that there was a distinct difference between how white girls responded to me and how black girls responded to me. Because yeah. where my dad, my dad's a pastor and where he pastored his church is in a predominantly black community. Yeah. So when I would go to church or when I would do church functions, you know, black girls responded to me differently and they were, they would tell me, yo, I think you're cute or they would shoot their shot. Yeah. Cause you know, I'm like, yo, what's this? Where, where is this coming from? Yeah. And then I would go back to school Monday and it'd be like, psych. So it was literally <laughs> psych. It was opposites. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was opposites and ends of the spectrum. Yeah. For you. Yeah. And, and I, maybe, I don't know if it was a cultural thing. I'm assuming, I know, I think so. Cause some of the conversations that, were happening in school between people who would have crushes on yeah. i couldn't partake in them because i didn't i didn't do some of those things yeah. i wasn't playing soccer i wasn't spiking my hair i wasn't moosing my hair you, sure? you know I'm, I'm positive because <laughs> uh, i even tried i wondered if i could just mm. to fit in mm. yeah, um, yeah, I knew you yeah no but i didn't <laughs> and but then as i got older this whole idea it's probably not until maybe high school maybe junior year high school where i felt confident enough to begin shooting my shot uh anything before junior year it was like i had to know for sure that 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 woman was interested in me yeah the young lady was interested if i didn't know for sure there was no way i was gonna approach her i wasn't even gonna risk it yeah because I, I didn't want it risk I, what rejection yeah. If uh, I didn't know for sure yeah. that she was feeling me, I was like, nah, I'm not. So if I had a crush on somebody, but I ain't know how she felt, nah, not until about junior year. Yeah. No, that's exactly how I felt. It was, I guess it was later for me than the two of y'all, because I, if if it wasn't a short thing, then exactly, except that was up through like the middle part of college for me. Mm. And then at the end of college, I was just like, let me start trying a thing. And then after college, you know, that was the that was the springboard for me. After college, it was just like no holds bar. Mm. And I would just try anything. Not anything, but I would I would I was just doing my thing. <laughs> well, not it. <laughs> yeah. So 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 now would we say at this point where we are in our stories, right? We've gotten to the point where we feel like in order to date or talk or whatever, on some level we have to do the approaching. Oh, that's without a doubt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah it was a vast majority. Yeah. I feel like um, in the in the time we grew up, yeah, there, you know, there, what was that called back in the day? Uh, when the girl, when the girl approached, uh, when the girl approached the guy, it'd be like Sadie Hawkins dance or something like that. Oh, 
I don't know what you're talking where about. It's oh, complete, where it's the reverse, it's the where the girl asked yeah. the guy, the yeah. guy, the woman asked the guy to a yeah. dance. To it, the it, dance. They had a term for it, is what you're a, saying? It's a, it's it was a like a particular dance. So far, how foreign it is oh, right, right, for okay. a female to approach Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it's still pretty foreign. I, I yeah, think it's it just, way more than the vast majority. I think it's like 99.9%. Right, right. Yeah. Right. So, I, yeah, when when a when a female comes at, at you, that's that's... That's actually impressive. Yeah, it throws you off a little bit, though. Yeah, impressive throws me off. Yeah, but so what? What do you say? What do you say when you approach somebody? Come on, let's let's help somebody. Somebody's listening right now because they need some help. Nah, man, you nah, can't nah, do nah, that. Nah, listening to me, yeah, for that. And that's the humble <laughs> modesty that you hear from these brothers yeah, right now. Yeah. It's situational, man. You got to read the moment. I think I think the most important thing, the most important thing, is confidence in yourself. Yeah, and um, not being afraid of that rejection, yep. using that to hone your skills rather than to retract yep. from the dating pool. Mm. I feel like you got to be the most um, truthful representation of yourself. You do not want to play a role. Right. For somebody and then have to play that role for the rest of your life yeah. if it goes right. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. Well, th- I think along with that is that you have to develop a personality, mm-hmm. right? You can't just be a stone on the ground and expect, you know what I'm saying? So you have to become who you are, be comfortable with who you are, and then, you know, reject it or not, you're good. You know what I'm saying? And I think that is a tr- the attraction mm. that you have that confidence whether you succeed or not. Mm-hmm. You know, so that that would be my advice. It's it's more internal. It's not like an yeah. approach thing, mm-hmm. right? It's it's developing who you are and mm-hmm. your confidence, and yeah. that will get you the majority of the way to where you need to go. Sounds good. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense, man. Because uh, ain't nobody told me that, right? You know what I'm saying? Growing up, like I had examples of it mm-hmm. because the men in my life, like my uncles, like I keep going back, but you know. We're Jamaican, and Jamaican men mm-hmm. are some of the most aggressive and f- forthcoming men, especially when it comes to women, mm. on the planet, I would say. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not even joking, mm-hmm. on the planet. And so my uncles and you know my brother and I had cousins and stuff like that, I'd see it in them. But ain't nobody told you that that's how, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was like almost understood you had to emulate that behavior. But I was like, but that's not what... The Disney TV is telling right, me. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't have any way to reconcile those two worlds. Mm. So I was, you know, I went the, the wrong way in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Not the wrong way, but, you know. Different approach. A, the wholesome di- approach. The wholesome approach. Mm-hmm. And then I went the opposite direction and went the not so wholesome approach. <laughs> but now I think, you know, as I got older and understood and grew, that I was able to get the best of both worlds. Yeah. And that's how I think you can be successful is having uh, a mix of the wholesome and not so wholesome. I think that the confidence level is the easiest way to, you know, as far as to measure the, what you define as successful or not. Right. I used to, or one might say being rejected or accepted is the way to measure how successful it is. But you know, if you're confident, like you said, if you're confident and, and, and somebody is not, you know, you shoot your shot and somebody's not attracted to it. If you're confident enough, you say, Hey, that's, that's on them. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. 
you got to. It's like yeah. a, it's like a machete, right? You buy the machete from the store, and you go to chop down some weeds and some and some saplings, right? But the thing is just hitting the sapling like a baseball bat. You gotta use that experience that it's not going through the sapling to then go and sharpen and hone that machete so that you can swing on a one swing. You know what I'm saying? Cut that sapling down. You gotta hone it through rejection. I feel sometimes the negative uh, experiences that you go through are oftentimes more important than the positive ones you go through mm -hmm. because it's a, always a learning experience or it can always be a learning experience. Yeah. Whether or not you take it that way, that's mm -hmm. another thing. Yeah, yeah. It's true. It hits you, man. That confidence is it, though. Yeah. Okay, so 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 we talk about we've talked about the approach. We've talked about, I guess, shooting our shot. Right. What do what what does dating dating now versus I think you mentioned it, Rashad. You said that there 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 might be some differences back in the day versus now as far as what dating looks like. And I know a lot of this is gonna be situational. A lot of it is dependent upon the, the relationship. So but I guess in general, what's what's a what's a what's a, a difference between dating now and I guess how we perceived it to be earlier on, maybe high school and, and, and college. What's the biggest? I tell you thing? what, my first exposure was the dating game, mm. Chuck Woolery. Mm, you know, oh, okay. so we used to watch that like a ton, mm. right? Making Whoopi. <laughs> <laughs> Did you make Whoopi? <laughs> and it, you know, it was, it was an. It, I thought that show was an interesting process. I know now, now, like currently, right now, they have a new TV dating show, uh -huh. and it's based on a more like a Zoom style. Mm. dating show that mm. comes on tv mm. it's, it, it's no dating game i'll tell you that <laughs> but the thing about the dating game is it 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 gave me that there's things that each person can click on and they'll ask you about anything mm -hmm. so when you like when you got to approach somebody there's like an almost an infinite amount of things to talk about yeah. like and avenues to go to to try and find out about them mm -hmm. you know and that and that's part of that exper experiment sort of thing i was talking about I think there's back in the day there was more of a veneer on top of the dating scene mm -hmm. where, you know, it was a game that you played, but everybody knew the rules to the game <laughs> and you either won or you lost, but then you tried again and the the underlying things were still the same. You was trying to get in, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. But the, the veneer on top of it was prettier for lack of a better term mm. back in the day than it is now now it's like no hold bar man mm. like especially with these apps mm -hmm. like you got to come correct or or you can't come in at all <laughs> pause <laughs> literally <laughs> literally yeah. you know what i'm saying because like i i I, I read Reddit. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Reddit, but Reddit is like a story aggregator. And then people can submit their own stories, their own personal stories as well. So it's like a news aggregator plus submitting your own stories and memes and all of that mm -hmm. stuff. I'm sure most people are familiar with Reddit mm -hmm. right now. And you'll see that there are um, like these uh, these Tinder responses that uh, people are going through um, and it's normally a dude shooting his shot but it's like he's got to have this super witty uh, uh, personality over Tinder and, and come with some opening line that, that attracts the female and it's mm -hmm. expected mm -hmm. that if you if, if it's whack she gonna outright reject you and make you feel like shit <laughs> and if it's cool she might entertain you for a little bit but you gotta keep that level up or you gotta keep 
do, going past that. You got to get mm-hmm. be better than that each time. Otherwise, they lose their interest because right. Tinder is, is, is an app in that allows women to have a multitude of men coming at them. Mm-hmm. And the men are the ones who are doing the approaching and get rejected all the time. It's like real life, but on steroids, mm-hmm. right? And so, so that veneer that I was talking about earlier has been washed away, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Like the lacquer is no longer there. It's mm-hmm. just raw right now, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So I think it's tougher in some ways because there's no easy landing anymore. You fall flat on your face, you better, you gotta pick yourself up, you know what I'm saying? There's nothing mm-hmm. there to kind of cushion you from that fall. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on online dating? I, I've never tried that. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it, though. I'm not a fan. Yeah. I, I, it's something about... But I think that's after us, too. After our... Yeah, I know some people experience. who have done it in our age group. And I know I know a couple people who I think got, even got married off of it. Well, I think you got to define that, too. Because you got, you know, your online dating where, you know, it's like eHarmony. Yeah, right, right. Looking for love kind of thing. Of I'm talking about, like, Match.com, all of them. You know, you meet the person you with online. Right. But what I mean is you delineate the difference between looking for a relationship versus Uh-oh. looking for a hookup. Okay. Right. Well, yeah, I think I they mean. still do that probably along the either the, the site. Yeah. Either the site defines what they're looking for or that I'm sure that conversation happens. It's like a part hookup. of the profile. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. 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 I'm, I'm thinking. Well, I never did online dating. Yeah. Um, to me, it seemed kind of whack. It kind of made it seem like you ain't got no game. Mm-hmm. Like you mm-hmm. can't go out in the real world and approach somebody. You got to have this resume up front, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, before somebody's even interested. Right. Yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? You couldn't do it personally. And I right. think to me that was whack because the challenge is in the physical approaching. Right. You right. know, and this was more like a, a ramp that allowed you to gauge without having to physically be in front of somebody and talk to them mm-hmm. and then, you know, gauge whether or not that it makes sense. And you can you can say, oh, maybe it's a time waster if you get together with somebody and it, and it doesn't work out. But then again, I think that's part of the skill honing process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? I, and I, I think it does away with that skill honing process. I think the public in general has a, a skill honing process to, to deal with as well because I think an, an aspect of it that – uh, I feel like it's been wrongfully um, shamed is the appearance part of it. Mm-hmm. Like you're attracted to what you're attracted to. Right. It. I mean, as long as your responses to people aren't vile, you know, and disrespectful, yeah. that should, that should be an accepted part of the game. Though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of people don't know how to take rejection either. Mm-hmm. So sometimes yeah. it escalates to that where you're nice and then they keep pressing and you're like, I, you know, I'm not really interested, so, you know, have a good one. And then they keep pressing. So you got to give them that stark response that say, yo, back up, bro, you know. And then they come at you like, oh, why are you acting like that? You know, mm-hmm. because you don't get the message. You don't get the <laughs> hint. So you got people who can't get the hint when they're being rejected. But what about um, being accepted? So you, 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 I keep saying this. I, hate, I don't know if I hate the term or not. Shoot your shot, right? And the person's game, right? What's next? I think that's even harder sometimes. That's yeah. Sometimes I've definitely been in situations where it's like, oh, I'm I'm gonna just go ahead. I don't expect nothing to come out of this, yeah. and then something comes out of it. I'm like, word. Yeah. And then you stuck. <laughs> what do I do now? Yeah, then you stuck. What do I do now? Sp- and and I think this is. I mean, for me, 
I think the dating process can be fun, like anything, if you don't abuse it, right? You, but if you, I think the more open you are, the less likely you are to abuse it. The more you communicate with whoever it is that you're in the process with. But again, that when when you get accepted, so you know, I ask somebody out, and I'm really just waiting for them to be like, ah, oh, you know, I can't, you know, I can't do it. You yeah. know, I'm busy. This, yeah. you know, blah blah. And all of a sudden, it's like, let's do it. It's because your readiness mm-hmm. is for rejection. I, I, yeah. That's right? Because yeah. men are rejected more times than they're not. Yeah. Generally, generally and honestly, men are rejected more times than they're not. So mm-hmm. our readiness is for rejection. Yeah. So when we get accepted, we ain't got no plan. <laughs> <laughs> and like, then you get caught, hey, man, I'm not even going to. Damn. I'm not to, not to make this no autobiography, but there has been. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there has been. Times. Why you mad, son. No, no, there's there's <laughs> definitely been times when I'm caught off guard because I do not have a plan. Yeah. Because I did not ex I did not expect yeah. I'll say something crazy like, yo, what you doing tomorrow? Yeah. And I know you ain't doing nothing tomorrow. Oh, I'm free. What you um what? Yeah, and then the stuttering starts. <laughs> like, oh, you are free? Yeah, yeah. Man, I I'm not. I yeah, was just. I was just asking. <laughs> you know, I just was interested in right? the goings on. Yeah, your just want to know what you were doing. But that's, yeah. but that's exactly what I'm talking about. You got to be truthful in your representation. You're right. You're so right. So if you ask, "What are you doing tomorrow?" You better be prepared to be doing something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Don't yeah. just throw it out there. You got. It got to be a truthful representation. Is all well, here's what it is, though. I'm honest in my. I'm honest in my. Um, attraction and interest in you but like you said when i think of the odds and you know i've definitely heard no way more than i've heard yes yeah and as you should yeah as no you should. oh you're setting your expectations <laughs> negro please <laughs> <laughs> but for me like say even from from what i gather if i think this person's like yo this person's beautiful <laughs> She's fly. Yeah. She's dope. She ain't gonna she still n- wanna deal with you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She ain't gonna never wanna deal yeah, with me. Yeah, yeah. But I may never have this chance. I'ma just I'ma just see. Yeah. And if that turns into a yeah, what you wanna do? I'm like, I'm gonna get right back to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is a problem because yeah. she's expecting, well, if you coming at me like this, you must obviously have a plan. So I guess that's if I could say there's something that I, I know I could do better. And uh, you know, as I begin to try to move into, you know, looking for long term relationship eventually at some point in my but I can definitely be better at planning. Um because also a part of it is I love spontaneity. Yeah. And I don't know if I think sometimes my spontaneity gets interpreted as unreadiness. Yeah. yeah you know? Lack of preparedness. Yeah, lack of preparedness. Yeah. I love spontaneity. I don't, I hate, and I'm not saying it's not useful. Sometimes you have to plan things out. I get the benefits of planning. But some sometimes I just feel like spot, <laughs> spontaneity, I can see like how, what's the word? I'm, authentic things are. Like Yeah. Well, you know what though? Mm-hmm. Um, and again, this is generalization. Um, I think this is true for the majority of women out there. They don't really, uh, you know, uh, I'm probably going to catch some flack for it. Yeah, but let they, me stop you before you, they, you, you well, sure you want to do this? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
They want the man to take control. They want the man to plan things out. They want the man to, oh, okay. to you know, take control of the situation and make sure that they are taken care of and they're having a good time. Mm-hmm. They just want to experience it. They don't necessarily want to have to plan it. It's not true all the time, right? And it's not true with everyone. But generally, I in it, all right, let me say in my experience, mm-hmm. that's the case, is that they want you to take control. Like if you're going out on a date or if you're planning a trip or if you're planning a vacation, they want to enjoy and experience it, mm-hmm. but they don't really want to take control of the planning of it. I think early on it's like that. When yeah. I, I, when I say- Well, we're talking about dating, right? Right, right, right. About, but I'm saying even in dating, I think like the first couple dates, and I know you use the word control, but I think they like they like to see if the man can lead. Yeah, and that's a better term. Yeah, yeah, and and, and, and they'll they'll. I feel like early on they they're measuring how well we can lead. Yeah, yeah. If they think we can lead well, they might be more apt to, to say follow. Yeah, they'll yeah, follow. Yeah. But they're all, they they are also more comfortable with. Okay, I know he can lead. Let me get a little more involved in the process yeah. of planning and yeah. they're and they're more comfortable whereas because I feel like if they feel if, if women feel like a man can lead then you know if something spontaneous happens yeah she's she doesn't necessarily have to worry about where the man will be in that situation yeah she's down to just go for the ride yeah yeah, yeah. And, and and I and, and I hope this doesn't come off uh 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 what's the word like, like i don't know misogynistic and I, I definitely don't i hope it's not misogynistic yeah. but i hope it's not male chauvinistic i guess is what i'm saying i i feel like um i definitely i feel like i've experienced this and after listening to women over 30 and i've been over 30 for a little while now right that women have definitely articulated like this this need to know that the man can lead and if they're comfortable if they believe that that man can lead, then a they're they're more apt to go for the ride mm-hmm. when he is leading. Mm-hmm. But also when he's not leading, when they want, they're more apt to put forth energy to say, "Now let me do this. Let me mm-hmm. let me plan something, because I know I'm comfortable enough with this guy. He can lead, and I'll plan something. If anything spot, you know, if anything spontaneous jumps off, I'm comfortable because yeah. I already know this guy can lead. Yeah. I don't know if I'm explaining that well, but this 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 notion of leading." Cause growing up, right, I always felt like that was a term you had to be careful. Leading, like women don't want men to lead. Now it's it's a new day, it's a new time, it's a new you know. We walk no. together. Yeah, yeah. Right we 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 ain't leading. You know, we don't want you to lead. We walk with you, and we do this yeah. together. And I yeah. get it, but as I get older, I still hear those familiar themes, yeah. right? From from women over thirty, over yeah. thirty five. No, yeah. we want to know if you can lead, yeah. bro. Yeah. Can you protect? Can you provide? Can you lead? Here's here's how here's how I've always approached it. If if you are a you know quote unquote man, <laughs> why you got to quote unquote it? <laughs> because some of y'all boys out there. Because certain 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 aspects of the of life are um, are they are willing to hand to somebody, and I find that manhood is one of them. Uh-huh. But that's not necessarily the case. You got a lot of grown men babies out there. So you're saying they didn't earn manhood, right? It's I feel like to or be to be manhood. a man that's out there looking and dating, you should probably have the ability to, you know, potentially provide for this person that you're pursuing. Mm-hmm. It's just a part of our society, mm-hmm. right? So. If you're looking 
to find that person mm. you know that's when those discussions of, of what you expect from them and what they should expect from you become so important there's there's no miscommunication about it and and one of the aspects of manhood that my father told me about was being able to provide for this yeah. for that person yeah so that was already accepted in my my head that was a given that mm-hmm. that, that that's what's going to happen yeah. if she if she's the type of woman that also leads which i am attracted to and which my wife is yeah then yeah that's that's an added plus yeah. that's you know that puts it further on the mm-hmm. list but that's not the expectation is what you're saying not from well for me personally yeah yes. that's what i mean for me personally yes i was expecting a woman that it was strong enough to be able to take over yeah if mm-hmm. I, you know i look at her as yes yeah, she's going to be someone who can do what i what I can do with no problem yeah. because I'm going to need her to be able to do that. Yeah. I can't, I you know, can't do it all the time. Can't do it all the time. Yeah. So for me, yes, partnership, but, but if that's a type of, but if any, just any type of support is a type of partner you're looking for, then yeah, you should be prepared to do that. If you're out on the dating scene, that, and, and that's part of the thing I mean by a truthful representation. Yeah. I don't think if you're unable or whatever your agreed, um, level of relationship you're looking for with that person i don't think if you represent yourself as going for that you shouldn't be able to provide that because right. then you're you're doomed yeah you're basically gonna well you're doomed. building it on a hollow foundation really because right. it's not truthfully who you are or what you want or exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. but i i think what, what you're saying about you being attracted and always wanting someone that could lead I think a strong woman, that, that's definitely a quality that I'm looking for. You got to be strong. You got to be able to. And I think, I think. But uh, not all men are. There's some, no, 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 not. There's some oh, yeah, yeah. That there's some men that are. Yeah, yeah, just. Subservient yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, no, yeah. Sort of I have yeah. never. I think I was. Who was I telling this to the other day? I have never dated a woman that I could, that I felt like I could tell her to shut up and I'll be okay that you will be okay like if i told i've never like you wouldn't be happy no 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 just accepting no when i say be okay meaning she might not retaliate in some way shape or form like i heard somebody talking to their girlfriend (laughs) and they were like yeah they were just like no no no, you shut up and i was just like what's going on to happen like what's gonna happen next and she shut up Mm -hmm. i guess but i was like i've never dated somebody where i could pull that off yeah I don't want to. Yeah, yeah, it's not who you're attracted to. It's not who I'm attracted to. But if I, if I'm just thinking, even in my maddest moments, now I'm not saying, I'm not going to get on this thing and lie and say I've never told a woman to shut up before. But if I ever said shut up. Not just a woman, your woman. Yeah, the woman I was with. If I've told her to shut up before, it was always with the notion that she's not going to shut up and there is going (laughs) to be. Yeah, yeah, and there's going to be a response (laughs) to me saying shut up. Yeah. And, And I'm saying that to say, a strong and that's not the only definition of a strong woman right but somebody who is not afraid to to tell me what they want to tell me where i lack if i lack to also build me up where you know build me up but also let me know hey bro you got some work to do in these areas too like i've always been attracted to women like that well yeah and it's got to come across in a way that's constructive too because a lot of times definitely they'll tell you about yourself 
And it may be truthful, but the way it comes across is destructive. It's not a constructive conversation that you're having to build you up and make you better. It's something to actually tear you down, even though there may be a grain of truth in the lacking in that particular situation. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, the maturity in being able to argue maturely is important, right? Because if you just are yelling at each other, Mm -hmm. and sometimes you're going to yell, you know, arguments going to happen. Right. But like, when you reconvene, mm-hmm. how do you deal with the argument then? Is it is it constructive or is it just ignored or does it continue to devolve? So for me, it's the same thing. I've never it's, – it's weird. It's an innate attraction. It's not something that I've ever thought about. Mm-hmm. It's not that I see a woman who doesn't respond to – Ad, ad, uh, uh, an adversary or an adversarial situation uh-huh. and say, oh, I'm not attracted to that. I've just innately not been attracted to that personality type. So I never dated anybody like that. So I'm like, y'all, it's just never happened. But at the same time, it can't be so much so that, you know, she telling you every day, you ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's got to be constructive. It's got to yeah. be yeah, to build you up, to make the, the the partnership as you put it yeah a better partnership yeah but I, that goes right back to the whole thing that you're interested in it, you know somebody that's always saying you ain't shit every day is not gonna last very long no nah, yeah right yeah. right 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 man this thing is crazy so so hone and sharpen man you gotta hone and sharpen i think that's so yeah. important <laughs> Got and, we, it. and we don't teach yeah our boys or or we weren't taught as I wasn't taught as a boy to do that. Mm-hmm. I had to learn that you had to do that. And maybe that's part of the rite of passage that you go through. Mm-hmm. But I think now that, like I said, that veneer has kind of been stripped away. Mm-hmm. We can't, we got to instill that in them earlier. And maybe they get that naturally earlier because the kids nowadays are way more aggressive, way more, um, I don't know, just, just even just, explicit. Yeah. Explicit. Yeah. More personality. Mm-hmm. It's part of the way they're growing up, right? Yeah. We grew up, whereas you were a kid, quiet down, go over there in the corner, don't say nothing, you know what I'm saying? But now kids are engaging adults in a, on a more adult level, yeah. right? So they're maturing faster. And mm. so I think they gain that level of confidence earlier in their life, you know what I'm saying? Mm. But, you know, it comes with being more mature earlier. And I think that's kind of a drawback. Maybe you saw your father taking care of your mother yeah and that was a relationship type that you were most interested at at first it could be that you know that is 100 percent. yeah like my dad took care of i mean obviously i came into this world knowing my dad as a married man and for the 40 plus years that i've been alive that's what i've known him as you Mm -hmm. know i didn't know him in his bachelor days Mm -hmm. And I didn't see him move in that way during his marriage. So yeah, those what days I, were so much farther behind him already. So much further behind him, yeah. and and there was no hint to that other than him telling me, "Man, you should have more than one girlfriend." He used to tell me that. <laughs> I'm like, "You ain't got more than one, so I ain't gotta have more than one." You know what I'm saying? And it, it was just a disconnect. Yeah, I didn't realize at that time he had a life prior to that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I did see it with my uncle, but you're right. My most important relationship, that's where it, was, it wasn't there. Mm. So I didn't see that. So for me, it was like, that's what I'm trying to emulate. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I said I went into straight just having girlfriends and being in long-term relationships mm. rather than just doing my thing. So so we get past this dating, right? I just want to ask this question. I'm on, mm. 
We didn't even get past dating. We didn't, right? Yeah. But I'm I'm saying in this as I set up this question, right? Point. Let's say we get past dating. Yeah. First loves. Like I remember my first love and anybody, like any adult who tried to tell me, Oh man, you're gonna have plenty of loves. I would be so mad. Yeah, I'm like, hey, 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 I ain't never leaving her. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she's never leaving yeah, me. This is it. This is it. <laughs> yeah. Negro, yeah, like you're 17. This is it. Put the <laughs> hand on my shoulder and everything, <laughs> right? Yeah, this is it. Yeah. So I guess I'm saying, you know, first love. You know, I guess for me, I wish I would have listened a little bit. But when you couldn't tell me nothing when I was when I thought I was in love, yo, you couldn't. And when I say first love, okay, let me say this. Not when I thought I was. There was a point in time where I thought I was in love. You know, like I said, junior year. <laughs> Senior year, I had the same girlfriend for most of that time, right? Took her to senior prom, all that. But I couldn't do anything, really. Like, I I wasn't picking her up. I wasn't going nowhere. I wasn't independent. You know, when I was able to be independent in college, outside the house, be able to do things, I'm like, okay. So my first love, you know, um, man, man, from the moment she was like, I shot my shot, she, she... she accepted. Yeah. And from that point on, I was like, I'm going to marry her. I really thought I was going to marry her. Yeah, we I went, thought you were too. Yeah, right. We <laughs> thought thought we were going to, we, we thought we were, you know, I was a, a year ahead of her. We went to the, she went to the same college and even in college, but that's when it all fell apart. But yeah. I'm saying when we got to college, right, yeah. we were good for like a, a year yeah. in college yeah. and nobody could tell me nothing. And, you know, my parents, I'm sure her parents did the same thing. My parents, I had friends. That would be like, yo, man, like, <laughs> don't put all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. Like, just prepare yourself <laughs> to do so. And I was like, no, man. <laughs> this is it. I am. I never forget this, brother. When I was uh, in, in college, right? All of us on the dorm. He was like one of the few freshmen because the college I went to, they didn't let freshmen drive. And um, he was one of the few freshmen that had cars. So we were going out to eat. I mean, no, going out to the club or some lounge or something. And I remember I was like, yo, man, I miss so-and-so. Mm. <laughs> this Negro <laughs> said, pulled yeah, to the side of the road. He pulled to the side. He was like, get out. I was like, yo, what you doing? <laughs> He's like, you're not bringing that energy. You know what he was doing yeah. to you? Yeah. He was honing. Yeah. He was, on- he was like, look, if you go into this club, we coming in here. We're going to have fun. Yeah. Don't bring your mopey behind in yeah, this car yeah, with yeah, that. Yeah. He's like, get out right now. I was like, you ain't even going to give me a ride back? No. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> but I end up going. But all that to say, y'all talk to me about your first loves, man. Like, So I'm going to just. I don't think your experience uh-huh. is any different than anybody else's experience. Yeah. I mean, you fall in love for that first hey, time. Hey, man, ain't nothing like that. <laughs> there ain't nothing hey, like that first that time. That first time. Exactly. There's nothing like it, man. Mm-hmm. You can't tell nobody, nobody nothing when they're in that first love. They know it. Right. They, they feel it. It's in their bones. They know it, and you can't tell them nothing. So you got to let them learn. You got to tell them still, yeah, right, so that they can reconcile later with what you were telling them yeah. with what they're going through. But, but, but at the on. time, they're not going to be able to do that. Yeah. But but hold on. Shout out to those first lovers, first time loves that oh. got married. Shout out. Yeah, oh, shout out to those who defied the stereotype. Defied the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, word. Because there are some. Underdog. We fighting for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, but thing. still, nobody can tell you, no. I remember when I had my first love, mm-hmm. and it was the same thing, you know. It was 
You know, you can't. My dad was telling me, why don't I told you he was telling why don't you have more than one? Uh-huh. I was like, well, because I have the one. <laughs> like, I don't need any more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and no, nobody could tell me nothing. Mm. And it was only through experience that you can see that, oh, that's not how it goes. Yeah. You know, and and, you know, as the relationship trailed off, you have to learn through that hurt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because. You have to go through it. Otherwise, you don't know how to grow from it. Right. You got to go through it to grow from it. Yeah. And, and you got to have it to go th- through it mm-hmm. to grow from it. Yeah. And so that's why I, everybody I feel is the same way. I looked at my sisters and relationships from a male perspective is definitely different than relationships from a female perspective. Mm-hmm. But there are some similarities. And I think one of yeah. the similarities, and my sisters are younger than me, mm-hmm. and I would say considerably so. One is, you know, four and a half, which is five grades younger than me. So when I was in seventh grade, she was in second. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one is seven years younger than me, mm-hmm. seven grades younger than yeah. me. So there's quite a distance between me and them. So I was able to observe some of their relationships as they were going through their teenage years. And it's the same first love that we talk about mm-hmm, here. Mm-hmm. And I can see, oh, yeah, I did that. I remember that. You know, mm-hmm. let's see how this plays out. You know what I'm saying? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. not the same. Like we didn't fall in love with the same person. What? When you said the same <laughs> first love, what? I just don't I don't want the what? I thought I don't want the listeners the to same say, first love experience. Yeah, okay. I just don't want them to say, "Wait, they both fell in love with the same person?" <laughs> no, I, that's how it sounded to me, and I just wanted to make sure the listeners knew, no, yeah. Rashad and I did not fall in love with the same person. <laughs> no, what? What? Oh, okay. Maybe I was off. You, uh, I was way off. something you want to talk about? No, Negro, <laughs> you know who mine was, and I just I just didn't want the listeners to be like, "What? Yeah, this yeah, is yeah, way yeah. Oh, Okay, I appreciate that. Yeah, I no appreciate problem. that. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but so, I, your, your reaction was very natural, and that's the way it should have been. Like, what are you talking about, Negro? Because yeah, we know what we talk about. But yeah, yeah okay. No, I got you. Got to clarify it because we know our experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, I would look at my sisters going through the same thing that I went through—that first breakup, that first heartache. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I say, yeah, I remember going through that, and I'm a better person for it. You so gonna you gonna go that. through it too? You yeah, you gonna go through it too? I'm gonna let you go through. I'm yeah. gonna tell you. It's going to get better because that's all I can do for you at the mm-hmm. time. But I promise you it will get better. Mm-hmm. And it did. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So I think people in general got to go through that first love experience, go through that first breakup experience, go through that heartbreak experience to mm-hmm. grow from it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's, it's, it is a rite of passage. Yeah. Tells you the most about you. Yeah. How you handle that adversity. So I'm just, how old were you when you fell in love with your first love? I was 18. Mm. 18. But what, I mean... But that's sixteen, who, seventeen. Which love, love? like that? that However, you, you define pop, it. that well, puppy love. You know? Listen, I, I, it's, 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 it's subjective. Yeah, I can't discount somebody else's feelings mm-hmm. regardless of how old or right. who they are. Right, yeah. right. So if they felt that's what I'm saying, that that's what it was, especially, you know, in hindsight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then. You know, it is what it is, and I'm gonna let you have your experience. Right, right. So, are we talking about the puppy love? As Any, being however, you I mean, what do you how is you define puppy love? Because did you feel like you were in love at the time? The puppy love is the one that I would say is when you're of an age uh-huh. where your idea of love isn't the idea of love you accept to be right now. For me, that was my the puppy love. Love that's the one I was saying before that I thought I was in love, but I was that was like. 15. So to me, every every relationship 
prior to wherever I am currently in life mm. would be puppy love. Gotcha. Because I feel like every subsequent relationship is a better love mm-hmm. than the previous relationship. Mm-hmm. Right? So to me, so I can't the define fir- the first a first So one, you though. built, you're, you're saying yours is always building on what you've learned. Yes. From a and previ- so previ- I can't, and so I can't define my first right, love right. as a puppy love right. because it was a love I felt at the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was able to learn and grow from that and make the next one better and make the next one better. So, so, Love is love, love, love is love, love. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, I feel like my the pup, what I call puppy love. Like I knew, I liked this this girl a lot when I was 15. I mean, I would cry. <laughs> I don't know if she still likes me. So I would sure. call. You know what I mean? At a time when long distance, like because she oh, lived long remember, distance. Remember long distance? Yo, long. Yo. I would get in trouble Yo, every these month. Kids don't know they don't know this. nothing about long distance calls. I don't know nothing about getting in trouble by your parents when they get that phone bill. Mm, MCI. Yo, yeah, who, who is calling this number? All yeah. this? Yo, at 12 I, o'clock yeah, at night. I would get in trouble. At the phone long cord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Long the cord, long, yo. The long curly cord. Yeah. The one that, 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 that sprung back. And then you would close the door hoping nobody would. Di- mm. Yo, why is that cord in that mm. room like that? <laughs> Sneaking on a low. But that was, and I don't want to say it was puppy love. But it was like I, I I had deep feelings for it. But I knew, like what I accept as love now, what I could bring towards a relationship. Ah, there was nothing. I wasn't bringing that to that relationship, and she wasn't. We were just learning ourselves still. But it was like 15, fifteen to seven. But yeah. fifteen to seventeen. But when I got to college, that first one that y'all know I'm talking about. Mm. That's yeah. That that's my first love. So I mean, I, I guess I'm defining it because I know what I was able or. I was able to be a little more independent, be able to provide and protect and be around her a little more without all the restrictions of living at home, bro, mm-hmm. with the whole situation. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's how I define it differently. Because if I was on my own, that that 15-year-old love I was in, we probably wouldn't last that long. Some of the things that allowed us to be who we were was based on those restrictions that my parents placed anyway. Well, the reason why I say I can't categorize those young loves as puppy loves is for the same fact that what you brought up, Drew, is those who went through it and are still married, It's it wasn't a puppy love, quote unquote. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was that real thing. Real thing. They, they, they stood the test of time. Yeah. So so to me, I don't define it that way. It's, it's love mm-hmm. at that time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's subjective at that time. That's how I felt. So what was your age? 16, 17. 16, yeah. 16, 17? Yeah, yeah. And then in college, I had another one. I get it. You know what I'm saying? You just build, build, build. Yeah. Come on, Drew. You you said puppy love. So what was yours? Nine, 10? <laughs> it was puppy love. Like yeah. It was like 12, 13. Oh, okay. Mm, yeah. I know and who it was. Like, and then like At movie. 12, 13? I know who it was. And then like movie was like the hardest part of the whole thing oh it maybe be, i don't know it who became was. a whole oh like, yeah because when you because I, I i thought he was gonna say who i thought it was yeah I, like back in the day but when you said 12, i know I, who it was when you when you were up here yeah yeah to me i think i know who yeah it was. i, think I so don't know too. obviously who it was before you moved up here right yeah but i know who it was when you went when you did move i know up here. there were a couple there was a good stretch i was falling in love every day bro there's like there's like I, I'm willing to say I know who it was. I, I I think I know two. I know two. I know of two. But Just I know who the. Fr- I, shout I was, out to all the beautiful women. <laughs> we gonna leave it there. Long, but you know what? Shout-outs. But you know what, Drew? I'm uh, just to say you're close as far as that whole long list of 
I mean, people who stand the test of time because, I mean, I ain't going to put it out there, but your wife, you mean, y'all didn't just meet yesterday. Yeah. No, no. It, it, there's There has always been a, a a spark. Yeah, Negro, we know. Us. Yeah, so, <laughs> like, I, I tell her the first time. Forever. First, the first time always I saw it. forever. <laughs> first time I saw it. That was Math smooth, class right? with <laughs> you. Doing those integrals <laughs> that were always true. <laughs> Yo, yeah, I mean, y'all taking it way back, like yeah. you know, yeah, it was, yeah. it was way, it was yeah. way back, and yeah, we still talk about it every now and then today. You know, like, I can remember the first time I met her. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah sharp yeah. in the brain like that. I was like, I'm gonna marry that girl. Mm. <laughs> Mm. Which is a crazy thought. To so think hold on, they go your puppy love, right? Yeah, there, you know what I'm saying. That might have been yeah. back then. It wasn't the first time I said that to myself. <laughs> 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 it's funny. It's funny. Yeah, I remember saying that about my uh, kindergarten principal. <laughs> like yeah. I'm a man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah, man, it's early. It's Again. just it's like our earliest memories of each other, and yeah, I I remember clear it's crazy yeah. that's dope yeah yeah that's dope man yeah man so, so. here last thing i want to talk about not last thing i want to talk about but i'm gonna break up man oh first I break was up. ruthless for a very long yeah? time mm. yeah but my thing was i in the dating world i had a exposure to getting out there talking to girls like you know almost immediately yeah. so you know, I I think I accepted rejection from a very early part, mm-hmm. and then only when I was maybe starting to become a teenager did my approach start like really working yeah. for me. And you know, and so you know, then it became I I couldn't just I didn't want to just deal with talking to a girl. It was you know, she have her own. Was she buying drinks at a bar, sort of thing? Like mm. was she? You know, it became always higher. Try to go high, try to get, you know, better, or mm. you know what I mean, mm. and it, uh, and it ended up being like a real, I don't know, like cleansing time, like mentally, mm. about how to approach a girl, what I was looking for, yeah. you know, that sort of thing, yeah. because like, I feel like there was such a pressure for for males to just get girls, get girls, like get more girls, get more girls, yeah. that that, you know. I, I don't think that's a healthy approach either. No, it's not. You know what I mean? I don't think it's, it's a healthy approach. desensitizing. Yeah. 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 And it can it can lead to some, I I think, you know, those those type of chauvinist behaviors that we try right, to Because Right, because you look at them as objects that you're attaining. Right. Yeah. So, you know, so then to to then share, like, like you said, those, those type of pillars with you know my now forever mate it's mm-hmm. freaking awesome so let me let me let me just throw a little question in there but wait oh, i'm oh, sorry yeah, i'm yeah, sorry no 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 sorry. don't be sorry the whole thing go ahead was don't be sorry he said breakup so for yeah. breakup it was it was it became on that level like like i'm not concerned with you then yeah mm. and it was very easy to move on mm. like even if it even if it was killing me the best thing would be to show her that I didn't care. Yeah. yeah. And it would be like, I'm done with you then. Done. Yeah. Just be done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Throw that question out, Sean. Well, I'm, I want to answer your question too, but um, 
the question that I was asking is, do you really share your innermost self with your love? Like, I mean, really? Like, you know, you get deep in some parts and some parts you tread on the on the surface because, you know, you're not sure if you expose that part of yourself, you know, how it, because it makes you vulnerable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, do you like when you found that person, have you been able to just let it go and say, yeah, this is really me, you know, in whatever aspects that it's really you, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, of, of life, that it's really you? Have you been able to really just express and not hold back for fear of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like any time that it was more like a throwaway experience, like not like if you were if I was pursuing a girl that I didn't think that I just thought it was a good pursuit. Yeah. Not necessarily like going to be my Long life term, partner. Yeah. I would be well, more willing to take those sort of chances. Uh, you know that's interesting I mean? because you would think that somebody who you want to be your life partner, you would want to know those right. down and dirty, gritty facts about you. Right. Mm. But I, I do agree that those that person or that life partner will will hear these things yeah just not necessarily the approach i might give to somebody that was willing to more willing to give up yeah you know what i mean it like it's just it, not so much the the information to share but the approach about how you like how blunt how direct do you are you gonna deliver that information yeah you know, to yeah. that mean yeah. i think it's almost as i guess attacked to, <laughs> to how you whatever that issue how deep is it to you how yeah. deep is it to them yeah sort of thing, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, that's good insight right there that's that's very interesting for the breakup question yeah um like again i went i started the wrong way you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying so i invested way too heavily in my early relationships mm-hmm. so every time a breakup happened i was devastated it's called thomas yeah <laughs> singing about something you know what i'm saying and it was I I, wish I never <laughs> it was just hurtful and you know it was like i didn't have enough going on in my own life to be interesting enough to keep her interest Mm -hmm. and if i did at the time which initially interest her i would um let those things go in pursuit of her Mm -hmm. so that i no longer had those interests that initially interest her you know what i'm saying right so i had to learn over time to keep a part of myself whole Mm -hmm. so that i could still pursue the things that i want to do not just to keep their interests, but to keep my own interests, mm-hmm. to do the shit that I like to do. Yeah. You know, and by extension, that keeps their interests, may or may not, but you know, mm-hmm. uh, more times it does because if you have an interesting life, if you are passionate about things, then they're passionate about you. Yeah. Um, That's that so, truthful representation. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, so for me, I wasn't ruthless in the breakup. The breakup was ruthless on me. Mm-hmm. And, as I grew to understand that you got to have your own stuff, I think breakups became a little bit more adult-like, right? It yeah. was like, well, you know what? This really ain't working out. It's not something that I want to pursue uh, anymore, and I think we should just go our separate ways. It wasn't really this, like, 
later for you. I ain't got, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, it was just, it was more of a, you know, I tried to make it mutual. Yeah, you amicable. Know? Yeah, amicable. That's a better word. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, so that, you know, not in the interest of being friends at the end, but there's no real point unless something egregious happened. There's no real point in hurting somebody. Right, right, right. Yeah, I think with breakups for me, um, I want to say in my relationships, I haven't, I haven't been in a lot of defined relationships in a sense where, you know, let me say not in a lot of serious relationships, like to the point where. Man, you just spinning words. What do you mean serious? Well, well, that's what I'm saying. Like to the point where it's a breakup is warranted. Mm. Like I haven't had too many. I can count that number of relationships on like my hand. Now I've had some interactions (laughs) Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I've had that many relationships either. So I'm I'm saying, as far as breakups is concerned, like a lot of these interactions, they just faded out. Yeah. I didn't have a lot of breakups. I didn't have to. I've never really stressed out about. I've never had to stress out about how am I going to break up with someone. And I never really had. Now I'm not saying I've never been broken up. I've definitely had my heart broken before, but it, it hasn't happened so often to the point where it's like, oh man. Now of course. I've had, you know, relationships where, you know, my first love, you know, she broke up with me and mm. I was torn up. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was torn up. So I definitely, you know, those things, I, I, I think that the term is you were called Thomas. Yeah, I was called <laughs> Thomas. I was, I was, you know, and I was hurt when, when, when she broke up and I didn't know how to deal with that. And it, and it messed, not, not necessarily, but it, I think even, even after her, it messed with my confidence to the point where it's like I was hurt so bad. It was like, I don't want to feel that no more. Yeah. And it might have played a role in how I went forward <laughs> in relationships. Like, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> it did, right? Like, it I'm built, not. It built up a couch. Yeah. And, and I'm not going to let it get to a certain yeah, yeah, level because yeah. I don't want her. I ain't trying to feel that yeah, way. Yeah. I'm not trying to feel that, that way, way no more. That's what it can hurt, right? Yeah. yeah. And then, so what, what, what ended up happening though is. A, uh, an interaction would reach a certain plateau and I'm like, this is as far as it's going. Mm. But, 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 mm. and if it was a situation, like like you said, I would like to, if it was a situation where we had to part ways, if it wasn't something where <laughs> time, because I took the coward way out, like let just let time have its way and everything fade away. Yeah. But if it was a situation where I knew time wasn't going to have, I would try to let things go amicably. Yeah. Like, hey, because I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to hurt you because I know been hurt. Yeah, yeah, I know how it feels and I don't yeah. want to hurt. But yeah. I'm trying to point out a certain way, like, hey, let's just do this thing calmly. But breakups, I, I want to had to hurt somebody. Along. Well, that's what I'm saying. Looking back on it now, even ending things that way, I'm sure was hurtful. Yeah. Right. And now my position is just got to communicate. Got to be honest. If, if you don't think it can go anywhere, you got to. You got to say it. Well, this is the Disneyfication of things that I was talking about, mm-hmm. right? Because, you know, it's always touted in these movies and just in media in general that love is only this deep emotional thing mm. and it's not cerebral and that's not true at all mm. love is definitely part cerebral. Mm-hmm. You have to be mature in some respects yeah. and to me that's more of a testament to love than the easy emotional roller coaster that you because that just happens and you can go through that without even participating in that but you have to participate cerebrally and think about things and say yeah 
I have to act in a certain way because of this you know, bond that I have and this promise that I made. And so even though it may not be in totally my best interest, this is the move I'm going to make because it's in our best interest. And to me, that's cerebral. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like as you get older, you understand it's not Disney love, it's real love. Mm -hmm. And real love is a combination of the emotional aspect and the cerebral part of it. Yeah, yeah. So that's why, I'm sorry, to to, to finish that, Mm -hmm. that thought, that's why breakups now, I feel, are not as heart-wrenching, not necessarily as heart-wrenching, because it could be more heart-wrenching, mm-hmm. but they're not as contentious. Yeah. Right? It could be more heart-wrenching because of the fact that you're cerebral, and that's an added aspect to your relationship that draws that other person in even further to you. Yeah. Right? Because you have that added capability, that added characteristic. Mm-hmm. But in that it's not as contentious if you break up because you can, on that level, still think cerebrally and say, you know, is this the best thing yeah. for both of us? And at this point, I just find it's, it's much easier in the long run, short run, whatever run, to just be straight up with them at, yeah. the, at the jump rather than just letting that thing hang on. Because that's what I used to do. And I don't think I'm the only one. I think even some of the interactions I had, it just we just disappear, let that thing fade out. I think it's just a general thing. Yeah. Be active in your own life. Yeah. Don't be passive in your yeah. own life. Yeah. Dating, man. Yeah. A lot more to talk about, but that was a good start. Yeah, man. Good start because we definitely ain't going to solve everything or finish everything (laughs) or define anything new today. Not without hearing from a lot more people than just us. Yeah. Yeah. So how can they get in contact with us? They could reach us at 3kings at 3kingstalk.com. Email. Email us, man. Let us know what you think. You can follow us at 3kingstalk.com. On Instagram. IG page. Follow us, man. Comment. Follow. Talk to us. Holler at us. Love you, brothers. Peace, kings. Peace, Peace, kings. Love you, too.